<laughs> Running. With. Scissors. Parental discretion is advised. Stop. So this is Evan. And this is Kevin. And we are back with Running With Scissors. Hell yeah. So we're going to start with our week four recap. Go ahead, give it to him, Kevin. All right. So uh, just to let you guys know what our records look like so far, because we will be doing updated head-to-head every week. Now that I officially did the math, and it took me like two hours to do because I'm like basically math retarded. But 33 to 30 is Kevin's score, and 32 to 31 is Evan's score. So I'm slightly in the lead because Evan keeps thinking the Vikings are actually going to do something. So... Week four, here are our results. Broncos beat the Jets. Bengals beat the Jaguars. The Browns beat the Cowboys. Wow. I saw that one coming. I did not. The Saints beat the Lions. What do you mean? You you picked them last week. I don't remember what I picked. It's okay. You have early onset Alzheimer's. It happens. Exactly. The Buccaneers beat the Chargers. The Ravens beat the Washington football team? Question mark. I know. it's, it's, It's still hard to say that in one full mouthful. The Panthers beat the Cardinals. Vikings beat the Texans, finally. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Rams beat the Giants. The Colts beat the Bears. The Bills beat the Raiders. The Eagles actually won a game. That's fantastic against the 49ers. The Packers beat the Falcons. And Brian fucking Hoyer beat the Patriots. Booyah. yeah. So uh, why don't you go into week five, and then we can finally keep track of what the you know week five score will look like. So before I go to week five, I just want to say one thing. If it makes you Patriots fans at home feel a little bit brother, technically Stephon Gilmore just beat the Chiefs when he hugged Patrick Mahomes and potentially gave this man COVID. See, I'll never <laughs> wish that, but uh, if that was a play, I'm not mad. Somewhere on a beach, Bill Belichick is just sitting there drinking a mimosa, just making that face like, <laughs> even when I lose, I win. You say beach like he doesn't live in Dracula's castle. Hey, man, he's a, he actually boats a lot, but focusing on the more important things. So week five, uh, Bucks, Bears. Bucks. Bears. Okay. Rams, Washington football team. Rams. Rams. Bills, Titans. Bills. Bills. Eagles, Steelers. 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 Cardinals, Jets. Cardinals. The Jets are playing uh, Flacco this week. Jets. um, Raiders, Chiefs. 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 Jaguars, Texans. Texans. Texans, Texans. yeah. Because I feel like a coachless team is going to be better than what they've been so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think a coachless Texans team. Toxicity has left the building. Yeah, I think they're going to play really free this week. Um, Bengals, Ravens. Ravens. Ravens, but I think the Bengals play them really well. Fair. Panthers, Falcons. Falcons. Falcons are going to win one eventually. Dolphins, Niners. Niners. This is not as clear of a win as you think it'd be because the Niners have played ugly in three I say Niners just because Debo Samuel came back, so they're going to have someone new to throw to as well. Uh, And I just have no faith in that team. I'm sorry. All right, Dolphins. All right. Giants, Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowgirls. Colts, Browns. 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 But that'll also be another game. Of Very close watch. game. Yeah. Broncos, Patriots. 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 Vikings, Seahawks. I'm sorry, Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, Chargers, Saints. Saints. Saints are going to bounce back. Chargers, Justin Herbert is now officially the starting quarterback. He, he, if you saw the way he dueled 
last week. I don't remember what team. Who, who did the Chargers play last week? You had a, you kept track of it, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Who was it? The Chargers played the, I think it was the Buccaneers, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. It was Justin Herbert almost outplayed Tom Brady. That man is is probably going to be rookie of the year. Low key. It's on a shitty team, so you don't think about it, but he's a lot better than people give him credit for. That's fair. So uh, I'll, I still I'll be think it'll be a good game either way. Yeah. Also, I'm, if you guys realize I'm picking some contrarians because like I, I want to separate either one of us is going to win, one of us is going to lose. So I'm just trying to pick more alternates to what this white bastard picks, so we can you know like get a. It is white devil to you, sir, Mister White Devil. No, white devil is when a black woman says it. White bastard is when a black man says it. Fair. All right. Is Who's there any I other say? games for week five? No, that's that's the whole gist of it. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, that's the end of it. I uh, I like that. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good week. Uh, I don't think the Texan, the Tex or the Titans game we'll talk about later, but I don't know if that game's gonna be played. So that's gonna be an asterisk. Neither of us win or lose if that game doesn't get played. Because yeah. I'm not gonna count that against us. Now, one person you do count many things against, and the person who is the victim of who hurt you this week is <clears throat> one Monsieur Brian Hoyer. All right. Usually I don't like to trash people. And don't worry, for all of you that know me and know that I'm going to trash Michael Bay at some point, I am going to rip that man a new asshole. But today is Brian Hoyer's day because Monday night was not Brian Hoyer's day. Holy God. I was watching that game and it took everything in me not to smash my own TV. I was watching the game and six points, six points. The Chargers, or the, sorry, the Chiefs had six points and three quarters. That is a record. No other team has held them to six points. Our defense was playing balls to the wall. And we held these <laughs> bastards and that ketchup-loving fuck to six points. <laughs> Wait, who's the ketchup-loving fuck? Who is Mahomes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so Wait, huh? we held him to right, six points. Explain that to me later. And this guy, this bald bastard, couldn't even score three points. Scored three points. Three points. That's all you got. Three quarters. That's all you got. You got picks. You got fucking five sacks and all that other shit. But you couldn't give me more than three points. All you needed to do was score more than three points. We were in the game. And then, of course, the refs decided that that one fumble uh, touchdown wasn't a fumble touchdown. That was some bullshit to begin with. But then we have Stidham. And you put a rookie who has five snaps that he played besides this game. Five snaps. You put him in a live-or-die moment. And he had cotton mouth. He literally had cotton mouth. Tony Romo called it out on television. The dude was licking his fingers like he had just eaten some Cheetos and he wanted to get that shit off of it. And they, and then of course he has two fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, interceptions. And that, uh, you know, Edelman is obviously getting older and he definitely was responsible for one of them. But you put a, fuck you. Yeah, you put a rookie in that situation. Of course that's going to happen. So you know what? We have Cam Newton in that game. We win by 40. Fuck the Chiefs. <sighs> this message is brought to you by uh, Salty. Um, Saltine Crackers, baby. Crunch, crunch good. I like what you did with that. We'll leave it at that one. <laughs> All right, so switching sports real quick. Or it's not switch sports, but switching from real life to fantasy. Let's talk about our fantasy updates. So this week in fantasy, I was projected to get my ass handed to me by 30 points. Here's the fun thing about fantasy because you never so know how So how did you bounce go. back from that? A lot of the other team's players just didn't play that good. And then a lot of the people I had, like, I have not. I've started Kareem Hunt every week. He did really good last week. Yeah, and you know what? Fuck me why I almost won without him regardless. This nigga had Odell Beckham Jr. So he finally stopped eating and getting shit on, and he decided to have 47 points in my league this week. I still um, almost won if I had started George Kittle. Uh, in, in NFL, there should be a rule. If a motherfucker's going to play, you should know that 30 minutes before the game starts. And you should be able to adjust that because in fantasy, when you say he's IA, I'm not going to start this motherfucker. So paint me one 
angry fantasy fan that says, fuck you, NFL, for not being more up to date with your fucking injury ratings and shit. When you told me that story, I did think it was really messed up because, uh, just real quick, because I know we have so much to go through today, is that it was really messed up that they gave the update so late, especially because George Kittle is one of the top-tier tight ends, and if I knew he was even available to play, I'd play him every single time. Exactly. He's, it's the same thing with my with my fantasy team and uh, Zach Ertz. Even if he's not doing well this year, if he's, if he's available, I'm playing him. So I'm really sorry that he didn't make it. Meanwhile, in my fantasy team, I am currently 4-0, about to be 5-0, because the guy I'm playing doesn't even know what he's doing, has the quarterback that has COVID playing on his team. I don't even think he's updated the team in three weeks. So I'm about to be 5-0, and and I swear to God, if this season gets canceled, I'm going to be pissed, because this is the best I've done in like three years. But anyway, uh, let's real quick talk about another sport, because it's probably going to be over by the time you know we get back to our next episode, hopefully. Uh I just want to say they just decided that they're going to put the LeBron jerseys on the Lakers. Or sorry, the Kobe jerseys on the Lakers, the Mamba jerseys, the black jerseys. Uh, Lakers in five, they're going to win tomorrow night. And we're recording on a Thursday, so this Friday night, they're going to win. October 9th. You heard it here. That's my hot take of the week. The LeBron's going to go off for 40 and they are going to win. And LeBron's going to be the MVP. His stats have just been higher than AD's. And he's going to win a championship. It's going to be dedicated to, uh, to Kobe. It's going to be sad. I might cry. Don't you about to say dedicated to Toby? And I was like, the color purple jokes right now of all times? No, no. No, no. <laughs> That's a little off color. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Forget you. But yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to happen. It's going to be 4-1 Lakers. That's what I, that's what I say. I think I projected when we did this, I said six games, but I, I honestly agree. I think it might, unless the heat come out like last time where Jimmy Butler is just on it. And like shooting well, like I, I think the Lakers wrap this one up like they're supposed to. And it was funny as I was, I was looking at some media pundits like Skip Bayless, Nick, um, Nick from FS1, uh, First Things First. Uh, I don't remember his last name, so I apologize for everybody who actually listens to sports shows. But you know the Nick I'm talking about. What dude loves Patrick Mahomes, is a huge Chiefs fan. Nick is really accurate with his picks and players. Nick was saying that like this will further cement um, LeBron's legacy if he wins this. It will. But Skip, on the other hand, said like it actually hurts his legacy because this was the easiest finals for him ever because of the seventy-five thirty run in Game One, which is bullshit. That's not yeah, that's not accurate at all because Correct. a lot of those West teams actually were really good, especially in the bubble. Uh, you had the Trailblazers that were balling. You had the Nuggets that were balling. Don't this forget about the Suns. Gone, and the Suns were balling. Unfortunately, the Suns just didn't have the record to keep going. Right, but. And the Spurs, if they had more games, would have also been a contender, in my opinion. I know I'm a Spurs fan. In my opinion, yeah, there was multiple teams that would have been able to upset them at any time. So the fact that they've been this good just shows that LeBron and AD are really holding this team. And now, a message from our sponsors. This nigga thought. And by sponsors, he means like the blacks, because I'm still here. And I still got my, my little part of the segment. We appreciate you. What were you? What you got to say? <laughs> You're looking at me like I for, completely forgot to let this man finish what he had to say. He was about my to go. My bad. My it's bad. It's all good. Now, the one other thing that which is kind of funny um, that I want to end this one on is that um, whenever it comes to like rating LeBron's legacy, it's always being compared to Jordan. And the crazy thing is, it's like it's very hard to find another athlete to compare him to because his trajectory has been just so different. He's like the only athlete I know that's brought three different franchises in the NBA to a finals. And then to essentially win with every single franchise you've played for, that speaks to his leadership capability. If there's one thing I will always say that LeBron is number one in, I would say he's the greatest leader in NBA history. Tell him I said it. I think he's the greatest all-around basketball player 
and because he he's on the list for rebounds, assists, and points. So, in my opinion, I, I agree with you. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm just kidding. Nah. So we were going to talk about some topics that are, uh, you know, the most relevant that we possibly can do when we record this show. So I'm going to tell you guys a couple of tom- topics with Evan. Uh, about stuff that we just saw on Twitter or that are trending currently. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is apparently they just confirmed that Dr. Strange is going to be in Spider-Man three. What are your thoughts on that? So we got to, of course, when we talk about this one, we have to look at it through a lens. So this year, what was supposed to have happened with Marvel was that black widow was supposed to happen and the Eternals, um, Eternals was supposed to happen. And then Shang-Chi was supposed to happen in terms of that. It was borderline. It was going to be 2021 either way. I heard, but then the MCU TV, which is, uh, I guess it's on universe now. So MC, MC TV, you, um, they're supposed to get a Falcon and the winter soldier and WandaVision and WandaVision. WandaVision might still happen this year, but Falcon, the winter soldier have been delayed indefinitely. Yeah, because they were in the middle of filming and they have a lot of outside stuff, which you really can't yeah. do with COVID. But um, and there was also the possibility that um, Loki would have started recording at least this year. Yes. But with all that being pushed back, though, that changes the timeline because now it looks like WandaVision is going to release first. And the thing is that WandaVision was also supposed to set up the movie, which is Doctor Strange and the um, U- Universe of Madness, I think it was called, the number one? You know, yeah. That one. Um, that movie is going to reset the MCU for the next couple generations so i think it's interesting and it's a little preterm because i don't know the full impact and the weight of dr strange and spider-man because i don't know what they're gonna do with wandavision into M- universe of madness or what do you call it see i multiverse take it with of madness the, there you go that's what yeah multiverse of madness uh i take it with a grain of salt because it's it could be something like oh he's a key integral part just like uh nick fury was in far from home yeah. or it, it could be just a teaser it could be like the end of uh where it was like Thor was in technically was in uh, Dr. Strange, but he was really just in the end. So I want to wait until I hear more about the plot to see where he could possibly fit in because Dr. Strange deals a lot with not only magic, but a lot of time, a lot of manipulation of the universe. So it would have to be a Spider-Man movie where it reaches further than just like one city or one country. It would have to be like a world kind of catastrophe for Dr. Strange to be involved heavily Otherwise, I think it's going to be really just like a teaser into the uh, the multiverse of madness. And I want to remind you guys, if you're keeping track of the actual facts behind the series, Spider-Man is like 16, 17 in this movie coming yes. up. He's still in high school. Could you imagine saving the universe, then the world, and all of New York, and still having he, to go to class for midterms? Technically, he did help in Endgame. I will give him credit for that. Man, he got unsnapped, but that's different. All yeah. right, so mine, one of my topics, is going to be uh, the Call of Duty Cold War beta. Okay. That uh, got released today. Uh, so for all of you guys who don't know, uh, Call of Duty has a new game coming out, which is called Call of Duty Cold War. It is uh, set between Black Ops 1 and Black Ops 2. It is going to be one of the greatest games. It's going to bring back um, one of the main characters we've known and loved from the franchise, Mason. Soap McTavish. Oh, it's not going to bring back Mason. There will also be Mason. Okay. But the only thing I don't like about it for all you guys is that the guy who voiced Soap isn't going to, the original actor is not going to be voicing him in this redo. The fuck? I know the voice actor was talking about it like a month ago. I was like, how are you going to bring back a character but not bring back a character? It's like how if you play the new uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man game, they're going to have Spider-Man remasters in the game and the model who played the character is going to change. 
They're still going to use uh, Yuri Lowenthal's voice, but the actual physical person that looks like him is going to be completely different. different. Yeah, closer to Tom Holland, which I understand from one way, but I'm like, we don't really need to do a budget Avenger. I liked, I liked how I liked the look. Like you didn't need to change the look; just update it slightly for the graphics. You know what I think they did? They tried to make him match what he looked like, Spider Man looked like in the Avengers game. Because okay. remember, yeah, that's probably because okay. they're going to they probably did. do a crossover at some point. But I'm I'm super excited to see this game because if Cold War is fire, like I think it's going to be, I'm definitely going to be streaming multiplayer. Like I didn't really get totally on the like the um what you call it the war the Warzone bandwagon until closer to the end. But like if this one's popping, like I'm on it from the get go. So me and Evan have already agreed to probably get the uh, the Xbox uh, before we get the PS4. Yeah. In any case, I'm going to get. Uh, Cold War because uh, first off I love zombies I played zombies since World at War uh, it's amazing especially with friends you're just going rampage on these things you know what's going rampage on these things do you know do you know what's going rampage on these things I don't the COVID outbreak on the Titans <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Brian Hoyer on my hopes and dreams <laughs> but no in, in all seriousness though I, I do think that that's going to be uh, an actual you know, really good game. I loved uh, the Black Ops series, one and two at least. I didn't really play three. So we'll see where it goes, and we'll definitely give you guys live updates once we get the game when that happens. But, yes, we do have to unfortunately turn into uh, the Titans being some dumbasses. So, oh, my God, these guys decided to do a practice at a high school knowing that there was an outbreak, knowing that most of them had already tested positive, or that there was at least the the chance that they were going to just spread it further. And these assholes have had 23 cases. It's almost half the team. Oh, my God. Kevin, remember how he said he was bad at math? That's, that's a little bit over half the team, but, like, that almost just. Help me. Help me. Nigga. That's him trying to do the math. So you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, so I'm an asshole. Forget you sideways and upside down. But the the, the, Ooh, the thing of the matter is like down. these guys are literally yikes. But these guys are literally why are you giving me that look? Anyway, these guys are literally <laughs> going to screw up the entire NFL. Like they're gonna have to forfeit the next two games, most likely, because they continue to have new cases. And it's like you've been told multiple times, like everyone else that uh, like all the rednecks, you wear a mask and you shut the hell up about it, and you stay away from other people. These guys did none of those three things, and they decided, let's go play, you know, the sport where we touch each other. And then last but not least, my second topic is going to be uh, Quavo uh, hopping in the DMs of Sweetie. So today, Quavo on Twitter revealed screenshots from how he first, like, shot a shot at, at Sweetie, the rapper. This man sent her a glacier um, emoji, and she yep. responds with a ramen emoji, and he's like, Shouty, you so icy, but I'm a glacier. And he said, the rest is history. And then, like, Twitter went nuts at how simplistic that was. And then you see all these people trying to do that. Like, this dude put an ice cube to the girl he likes, and then she put a, uh, she put a fire emoji back and said, you've melted now. Get out of my DMs. <laughs> I was you, like, shit. <laughs> all right, so he took it as that's, that's how he speaks in rapper. I thought that this was two special ed kids, without seeing the names, two special ed kids attempting to cheat on a test. But then I found out that it really was Quavo just uh, – you know, trying to go smack it, sweetie, who already admitted that she liked him beforehand. So I'm going to go try that with uh, Zendaya. And if I get successful, I will literally give half of my life's earnings to Quavo. Hey guys, this is Kevin. I just wanted to let you know real quick about our sponsor, Capital Workspaces. 
Here they believe in empowering people to be productive through their fully furnished office spaces. If you write books, lead boardrooms, or even just record podcasts like us, Capital Workspaces has got you covered. And as they like to say here, get here and get to work. Little say, little kids, this is going to be spooky time. It puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. Oh, no, that is not going to do. All right, now, seriously, it is time for spooky time now. Hell yeah. So I'm going to start it off real quick, real quick with a couple of uh, fun movie facts, but horror edition. So did you know that in It Chapter 2, Isaiah Mustafa, who plays the older Mike, who is, of course, the, I'd say the black guy, but the only black guy in the movie. He is also the guy that used to play the Old, Sp- Old Spice commercials. The hello ladies that we like to steal from. So, all you Cialis motherfuckers, there's hope for you yet. <laughs> Next, I wanted to talk about a serial killer, real life, named Ed Gein. Ed Gein killed two people and ended up doing a lot of necrophilia, uh, grave robbing, stuff like that. Crazy guy. He actually was the inspiration for three horror movies that ended up being classics on their own. So So would you say he likes to looty for the booty? I'm going to go wash my ears out after hearing that with uh, Bleach. But (laughs) Ed Gein actually inspired Silence of the Lambs as Buffalo Bill, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre as the titular character Leatherface, and Psycho. Now you know. Ooh. And then in Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie edition in 2009, uh, the the character that was with uh, the main character, Angel Myers, who ended up being the sister, uh, the, the girl that ended up surviving the first Michael Myers attack, her name was, she was played by Danielle Harris, who also played in Halloween 5 and 6, well, 4, 5, and 6, the character uh, Jamie Myers. Or Jamie Strode. Yeah. His niece became his victim. Ooh, that didn't sound so fun. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, the last one I wanted to say was uh, for those Saw fans out there, uh, the first one is obviously the best one, and it was created by Lee Wannell and James Wan, who ended up creating two amazing horror series, The Conjuring and a series we're about to talk about called The Insidious Series. So, quickly, I'm going to take a minute to review that very quickly, starting from the worst movie to the best movie. Insidious had four movies come out so far, supposedly a fifth one on the way. The fourth one is called The Last Key. That one is the worst one because not only is it the least scary of them, but it has a very forced subplot of romance with Lee Wannell's character, Specs. It's awful. It's awkward, and it's awful, and you can actually skip that one completely. Please, God. The next one, which Evan likes to talk about, is Insidious Chapter 3. Oh, no! Not the tablet! Where the titular character... Uh, I like saying titular, by the way, because I guess... It's like say, saying tit. Exactly. But... Forget you for knowing me. But, yeah. So, the character, the man who cannot breathe is actually really good on his own. He's creepy, yet he's mysterious enough to where you want to learn more about him throughout the movie. 
I liked that movie. And the girl that played the main character was very good in it. Also, Lynn Shane or Lynn Shay, sorry, is amazing. She's the older woman. God, she is she can hold a movie on her own. She's so talented. No, I'm not in love with her. Stop it. So, Insidious Chapter 2 will come in second place. It is very good. It's a mystery. In addition to being a horror movie, the problem that I have with it is it's just not as scary as the original. And the original is fantastic. It has the Red Demon, who is the scariest thing I've seen since probably The Nun. And it has all kinds of tension from the scene with the seance all the way to the very end where all these ghosts are coming through the house. Goddamn, I would piss my pants. So that is the quick review for The Conjuring. Or, sorry, for the Insidious movies. I like that. I like what you did there. So if you haven't seen the Insidious movies or the Conjuring movies, I'm definitely going to suggest you watch those for Halloween. I will be reviewing them probably with Evan later this month. And then the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about real quick, we're going to wrap this up by telling you guys a scary story. In which case, I actually interviewed a co-worker of mine who went through this real-life experience with a ghost. I'm going to speak in first-person first view, and I'm going to change the name because obviously, you know, we can't be putting people's information out there, canard. Um, anyway, this is called The Shadow. I was eight years old when I saw it. My parents had recently moved into an older house. Creaks and other weird noises were not uncommon. It was just a normal, hot summer night. My dad worked the graveyard shift at the local gas station and had already left for the night. My sister, only a year younger than me, had complained that she felt uncomfortable in her bedroom, which was just to the left of, our, of mine next to our bathroom. So that particular evening, she was sleeping in our parents' room with mom which was just down the hall all the way to the right. Just a normal summer, summer night, or so I thought. The noises woke me up. Now, like I said, creaks here and there weren't odd in this older house. Plus, sometimes my dad liked to come in for a midnight snack or a break. But soon the noises got louder, as if multiple people were downstairs. Robbers. I threw the sheets over my head and tried to remain as quiet as I could hoping they would take what they wanted and leave. This was not the case. The sounds changed. I now heard footsteps approaching the stairs. Up the stairs. Thud. 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 Whoever or whatever it was was now on the second floor. They passed my bedroom. Thud. Passed the bathroom. Thud. And continued into my sister's empty room. Now worried my room was next... I decided to make a run for it to my parents' room and wake my mother up and call 911, of course. I suddenly realized that the house had changed as well. The hot, heavy air of a typical summer night had turned to an eerie, piercing cold. I was even shivering. Just then, a deep, scratching sound cut into the side of the wall that separated my sister's room from mine. I made my move, jumping out of bed and flinging the door open. I started towards my mother's bedroom. That's when I felt it. That chill you get when someone is at your back, standing over you. I instinctively turned towards my sister's room. Her door was left ajar so that you could see her desk and chair. But that wasn't all that I saw in that room. At first, I thought it was just a shadow. 
Then I saw that that shadow was wearing what I can only describe as a Lincoln-style top hat. Then I saw the eyes. Those soulless, blood-red eyes staring back at me. That's when it smiled, revealing a sinister set of razor-sharp and yellowed teeth. I fell back in terror, desperately crawling backward away from the shadow. I tried calling out to my mom. I tried screaming for help. Anything. But nothing would come out. I crawled and crawled at that thing. Just stood there, smiling at me, delighted at my horror. Suddenly, my back hit the door of my mom's room. As, I, as if I snapped out of a trance, I found the strength to stand up and yank the door open, waking my mom and sister. Mom, mom, something is in the house, I croaked. My mom groggily woke up, groaned, and sat up, rubbing her eyes. Honey, there is nothing. It's just a bad dream. Go back to bed. I stammered in frustration and turned to point at the shadow at the end of the hall. But it was gone. That cold was also gone and I realized I was drenched in sweat from the hot summer night and the pure terror I had just experienced. I demanded to sleep in my mom's room that night. My mom and dad still live in that house, and I like to visit on holidays. I will never forget that night, and I pray as I close my eyes and drift off to sleep that that shadow is truly gone, and tonight is not the night he decides to pay me another visit. Well, good evening, young ladies and young lads. This is your hostess with the mostest, MC Squared, Evan on the microphone, here to talk to you guys about something near and dear to my heart known as Patreon. So Patreon is a great site that allows us to crowdfund all of our projects through donations of our audience. So if you guys want to do that very such thing for us here at the show, where you do that is by logging on to www.patreon.com slash R-U-N-N-I-N W-I-T-S-C-I-S-S-O-R-S. That is www.patreon.com forward slash running with scissors. When you guys do that, it allows us to do things like buy more sound effects, buy more sounds, get more costumes, eventually get some visuals going. Just basically let us do the show the way we really want it to be and get our creative to where we need it to be. Uh, anything you guys can donate, of course, is always greatly appreciated. Um, as you guys all know, as we said, starting next week on our next show, we're going to be talking about our custom merch designs. Stay forward, stay up, and stay tuned. All right, so I want to tell you guys a story. I was at work about a week and a half ago, working the front desk like I used to do, and then this guy comes in with a book bag, acting real sus for all you guys out there that play Among Us. So my coworker tells me, hey, that's the guy that stole like a bunch of product yesterday. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, I didn't know. Like, I was off yesterday. So what y'all want to do? And he's like, well, we got a cop that's working right there because it's the weekend. So he's like, let's have this man get apprehended. And he's like, well, I can't just go grab the guy. He has to steal something in front of me because I have to see it. And I'm like, okay, sounds a little political, but we'll follow the process. So he turns on his body cam and calls in his, his, his buddies. He's in the store. He got two officers that are pulling up in regular officer clothing and he has one undercover just sitting in the parking lot waiting on this dude so we're watching this guy just indiscriminately just looking real sus looking every single way like he about to cross the street it was crazy and then this dude puts fucking headphones on his dick i don't mean like exactly he pulled it out the package and stuck the joint in his pants on his junk Oh, fuck, that's not how you steal stuff Or at least, like, that's that's weird, bro It's like over your headphones And then, like, they were Bluetooth headphones It was like it was just weird So, like, 
we see him steal stuff. So he walks up to the front. And of course, before I have the cops go walk up to him, I was like, maybe I can just try to get him to be honest and just fess up. So I walk up to him. And then the weirdest thing happens. I'm staring at him. I hear a burp sound. And I look, and it's him. So I look at him and just, all I could think to say was, hey, bud, you know your dick's ringing. You want to answer that? And then he starts looking at me real <laughs> sus. <laughs> and then, like, the other cop behind me is like, stop stop resisting! And gr- tries to grab him. And this dude's probably, like, 5'6", 120. He could probably get blown over by the weather during a hurricane. Like, small dude. But he had some fight in this dude. Dude was running and kicking. So the other cop comes over and sumo slams this dude on the ground. And they're, like, screaming, like, stop resisting! Stop doing that! And they pick him up. And he tries to run. And the cop's like, don't run from me! You don't run from me! What do you think you're doing? And the guy in the parking lot who was undercover walks in in normal clothes. And then, like, he tries to run past him. And he runs smack into the door. This little nigga has some fighting him. It was hilarious. I'm like, I never get to see this shit. I wanted to grab some popcorn, but I'm a leader, so I can't exactly be all full like audience mode. But if I was off the clock, I would have been yelling world star. <laughs> it was entertaining. And then like, so they got two cop cars. Next thing you know, there's like eight cops at my store. And I'm like, all these cops for one little five, six soaking wet, maybe 135 on a good day, little, little Mexican dude. And I, I start pulling stuff off him. And the officer reaches in his pants and pulls the dick headphones out. I was like, Ugh, I'm not selling them shits. No, not for me. That's that's not going down. I ain't doing that shit. So they, they take pulling all the stuff off him and they put him in the back of the car, but he keeps fidgeting like a like a wild rabbit dog. So they bring out the cage car. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. When cops have a suspect who won't stop trying to run away, they have a big ass cage like an animal that you can throw them into and they chuck this nigga into the cage and drive him away. It was crazy. And when the, the funniest thing is when the officer comes back, the guy who was working our store, he tells me that the guy literally had some headphones also stuck up his ass what up his ass had some earbuds in the booty hole so he had those uh those booty beats all right guys this is kevin and this is evan and this is the end of our episode i wanted to once again appreciate you guys as always we have so much more in store for you and trust me we're going to start taking in even more information from you guys and making it you know the best possible show it can possibly be but for now just wanted to say you know because diabetes hasn't killed us yet we have more in store and also we have a new sponsorship from mcdonald's because i went six times last week it's not a sponsorship just because you're a regular customer and they know you on a first name basis, Kevin. She looked me deep in my eyes, said that she can help me and that she loves me deeply. A prostitute could also say that. That doesn't mean anything. Oh. 